We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Wine Archie down Canone getting in the game late. Fifth appearance as a Nick. What Topping about the Topper show tonight? Topper turned it on. Outstanding performance. Listen to the roar in Charlotte. The Knicks close the back-to-back with the victory against the Hornets. Final score, 121-106. 23s on the night. Knicks never trail. An emphatic victory. And now nine games to go in the regular season. Oh, yes. Okay. That was fun. That was fun. You know, Clyde, Clyde, I love you. And no one's ever going to break your assist record. But... Um, to answer the question, no Randall, no Robinson tonight. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? You know who would have thunk it? This guy. That's right. Um, for the second night in a row, uh, the Knicks play a brand of basketball that uh, their loyal, patient, stressed out fans have been waiting for, um, for pretty much the entire season. Um, this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm actually getting like, uh, I'm getting emotional because of how much, how enjoyable it was to watch that game. Um, you know, and like, look, I, a lot of guys played really well. RJ Barrett, 21 years old, uh, Second consecutive 30-point game, more 30-point games than any other player that is 21 or under in basketball. Um, did it on 19 shots. Thought he passed the ball well. I thought he was overpassing a little bit early on. Um, really, really nice game. Looking to play make, looking to make the right plays for his team. Um, you liked all the shots that he took. Um, got to the line his customary eight times uh, since – for about going back almost three months now, he's averaging over seven three free throw attempts a game. So this is the new normal for RJ Barrett. Like I want to make it about RJ Barrett, right? I want to make it about Obi Toppin. I want to make it about Obi Toppin. I have a feeling we're going to have the Obi Avengers in the uh, in the chat tonight in the super chat, um, and they should be. They should be out. They should be loud. They should be proud. They should be shouting it from the rooftops. Um, 40 minutes for Obi Toppin. Tibbs went with him down the stretch. It was the right move. Um, and uh, ended up with 18 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, filled up the stat sheet. Um, you know, is Obi at his best right now better than the guy that we're not talking about yet? Better than redacted? 
Um, oh, that's why the plate fell because the hat fell. Oh, there you go. Um, anyway, uh, is he is, is always best as good as as good as you know Redacted's uh, best? No, but when you're talking about a style of play and a consistency and a feel and just like how the ball moves when he's out there versus when the other guy's out there. It's not a conversation. Um, it's not a conversation at all. And uh, one other big shout out before we get to the other guy. Um, I thought quickly played a phenomenal game. Um, he ended up with seven assists. He had five in the first half, only played 21 minutes, got seven assists in 21 minutes, um, 10 points. Uh, I just, I love how he, has a command of the game right now. Um, I would have loved to see him if I have if I have one gripe and me gripe. Look at me with a gripe um, in this game. Um, I would have liked to see quickly down the stretch. I thought he had a real really nice command of the offense um, throughout the entire game. I love the way that he is trying to manipulate defenses right now. His patience, um, just he's, just everything about him is so night and day from where it was in the middle of the year when he was just all kinds of out of sorts. Like, you know, oh, and by the way, oh, two shout-outs, actually, before we get to Redacted and then we'll get to the Super Chats. Uh, one, shout-out to Evan Fournier. Uh, did Evan Fournier play his best game? No, he did not. He was 4 or 14 from the field. I didn't love some of his decisions, although he did have seven assists. Uh, shout-out to Evan Fournier for breaking John Stark's record. Look, do I care about this record too, too much? Not really. Um, but – it's a record that has stood for 27 years for a reason. Um, it's not easy to hit 218 threes in a year. And Evan Fournier just did it, and he should be commended for that and congratulated for it. And, hey, you know, again, Fred, Fred Katz wrote an article to this effect earlier this year, and I, or uh, not even that long ago, like a month or so ago. And I want to echo it, which is that, like, what the Knicks have gotten from Evan Fournier this year is exactly – exactly what they should have expected to get from Evan Fournier. Arguably, maybe a little bit better. Like he's, this is what Evan Fournier is. Makes tough shots, makes a lot of threes. He's a, you know, a gift and a curse, perfectly suited for a six or seventh man role, which he is not in on this team. And if he was in that on this team, this team would probably be pretty good, but he's not. Um, that's one shout out. Second shout out before I get to redacted. Um, shout out to Justin. So Justin is a friend of Andrew Claudio's who's producing this this uh, this live stream right now. And he moved to South Carolina apparently last year. He sat four rows behind the Knicks bench tonight in a in the same t-shirt that I am wearing right now. And I had this on all day actually. So kindred spirits, me and uh, me and Justin apparently. So shout out to Justin. Way to represent uh, the Knicks and Knicks Film School behind the bench. All right. Um, now before I get to before I get to the super chat, I mean, I, I I don't know, I don't know how much more evidence you want to see. Um, I could could Randall come back next year and be a better player than he was? Sure, it's possible. This you know he could be better. Could he sort out whatever mental bullshit? He's been going through this year. Yeah, it's 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 possible. Um, I don't want to take the chance. 
I just don't want to take the chance. I don't want to take the chance of like you have right now. And I don't know. Is Tibbs going to be the coach? Is Tibbs not going to be the coach? I'm sure we'll talk about Tibbs. I'm not going to waste time talking about Tibbs right now. Um, although apparently, I guess he remembered how to coach tonight. Um, this team has pieces. It's not contending pieces. It's not even like probably not even playoff pieces without Randall. But no one said the timeline had to be X, Y, and Z. Like, that was reestablished because of what they did last year. If the Knicks can just go out next year, and yes, of course, I would like for them, don't, you know, if you could if you could send Randall out and bring in someone who could give a, have a little gravity, right? Have a little bit of shot creation, efficient shot creation, and not fucking maddening shot creation. Um that stagnates your entire you – know, just bring in someone that fits with what they're trying to do. Like, I don't care – not that I don't care what the record is, but, like, if you give me that and you give me more progress from all these kids and they continue to go out there and play hard and execute the scheme and you put a couple vets in there, whether it's Burks or Fournier or whoever, I don't really care. Just guys that, you know, more or less play the right way in their, in their, in their correct roles. What Nick fan wouldn't sign up for that? Which relates to the question of like again, apologies to Clyde. What like, yeah, there were a lot of Nick fans who thought tonight might go pretty well. Just like there are so many Nick fans who treated last night and tonight as just nights that they could be excited about watching this team for the first time in fucking forever. Um, that's what they need to establish and 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 firm up before next year. You know, and then you go out and you have a good year and the young players take another step and RJ knocking on some wood here. I got to knock on the real wood, my, my cabinet. Maybe makes maybe makes that all-star team. I think he's going to be in the running next year, 100%. Um, then all of a sudden your situation looks very attractive. Um, so I don't think it's that complicated. Um, now, trading him, that might be a little complicated. Because other teams have uh, scouts, and those scouts have eyes. Uh, and people talk, and everybody around the league, like, it's no secret what's going on with Julius Randle this year. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I just know that I want more of this, and I don't want – and I'm not even saying that, like, Randall is always bad. Again, I don't want this to come off as Randall sucks, he always sucks – I would be a hypocrite because I'm, I call out the people who are like, Tibbs sucks, Tibbs is, does nothing right, fire Tibbs. It's not what this is about. Randall doesn't always suck. Randall isn't, a, a, you know, it's not like you can't have a functional offense without Randall. We've seen it this year. They've had a nice offense without Randall that stretches. He has contributed to that offense and occasionally that defense. But I don't want to risk the other side of it which we've seen far too much this year. And that is why I just, again, it doesn't take much more to, to convince me. It didn't even take tonight to convince me. Figure out a way to move on, please. Um, because we, this is what we deserve. This is what Knicks fans deserve. Even more so than last year, which was so much fun. This is what we deserve. Just a team that goes out there and plays like this, um, passes the ball, makes the right read. It's not complicated. Tibbs, it's read and react, you know, read, react. That's it. When you have someone 
when you take out someone who who slows that down and you just it's like bing 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 it's so much easier because everybody gets into that flow uh and you saw it tonight you know they're not always gonna make shots like tonight i mean look i'm not trying to stick my head in the sand here i know they scored 121 points but they shot 44 percent from deep they made 23s they shot 52 percent overall like that's not gonna happen all the time you're not always gonna get this scoring output you're not always gonna play the hornets i get that but this fucking Hornets team has been playing their asses off. They've been good. They've won five in a row. They have the best, second or third best net rating in the league over the last five games. Like, this is a legit win. So, all right. I'm sorry. I went on for a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I, I did want to get all that out. Okay. Robert McGinley starts us off. I don't know if it's our best win of the season, but it's definitely my favorite. Might be mine, too. Um, up there with the RJ3 at the buzzer over the Celtics. Um couple other ones earlier in the year that have kind of faded in relevance as we've moved along, but it's up there. Um, it was so great just to have fun watching a game again. Let's go Knicks. Robert, there's a lot of other Knicks fans out there that feel the same way as you. All right, Ryan Huang. I think I got it right there. Besides part of the fourth, the ball moved so well for two games now. I wonder why. With Sims definitely getting re-signed, what happens to Noel this offseason? Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about the opening night Celtics win. Thank you, Andrew. Um, that was another good win, too. Um, yeah, and that stretch of the fourth, uh, look, I, I got to say it. I got to say it. He's my guy, but the Burks pick and roll in the fourth quarter, it's, it's not working. Although we did make a couple buckets uh, yesterday. No, they, they you know, they, they went away from what was working. They slowed the game down. Um, I agree with you. They got away from it. And it's also like – like that's that's not unique like anytime a team doesn't have a top flight bucket getter like you're gonna get those stagnant periods late in games and that's why that's why this season has turned into what it is and that's why they're whatever they are 14 or uh i guess now they're probably like 14 and 25 or something in clutch games terrible record um you know when you have a top flight guy i think it just makes it's because you know that you have someone that's going to be able to draw the double in the last five six seven minutes of a close game you, you kind of do need that. Um, anyway, uh, what happens in a while? I think they try to dump him. You know, I think they try to dump him. I think they try to move him. I think in whatever trade that, so that they have two salaries that they really need to move on from because it just doesn't fit in their plans. One is Nerlens Noel and the other is Kemba Walker. So you're, whatever trades you see, you're probably going to see them going out as outgoing salary, not as like desirable assets, but as just fill the number. Um, that's my my guess. Would I rule out him being? No, I guess not. But like, if you got Sims and you want Sims to be your backup five, and he should be the backup five, then what do you do with Noel? So I'm not saying you have to move him, but you kind of have to move him. Um, do Huber then? What's going on? Wellness check on Berman. Uh, oh, Mark. Uh, don't see, uh, don't see any tweets about Mr. Barrett right now. God, I wish I had that kind of sack to be able to just tweet nonsense. Um, blood of the panda. Here it is. I told you all hashtag Obi Avengers hashtag free Obi. Uh, let's keep seeing what he could do. Uh, we got 10 games left and it's 10 games or excuse me, nine games left. Excuse me. Nine games left. Um, just give me more of this. Give me more of this. Give me 30 to 40 minutes a night. Give it, give me opportunities for him to make a, a play 
or two plays or three plays in space. Um, I love the fact that he stroked the three confidently tonight. Um, you know, he just, again, he just screams to me to be someone that like he needs to, he needs time to figure it out. He needs time to get comfortable. I wonder, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but like if he really puts together a nice close to the season and has a nice last 10 games, I wonder how much, if at all, does that, you know, change or, you know, influence the, the calculus of the front office this summer? I hope it does. Um, Shamik Gayan, what's going on, Shamik? I think Taj is the stretch five that can help unlock RJ. Hey, man, he's hitting them. God bless. And, and listen, again, everybody wants to see the kids. Taj came up with th- three massive possessions there, grabbed a tough rebound. Uh, in the fourth, came back down the other end, uh, and I think drew he drew the foul, and then came back down the other end and got on the floor, and then it was the loose ball, and and he, they ended up winning that possession. Yeah, I mean, look, I, that's why I'll, I can never blame Tibbs too much for putting Taj because he just he doesn't make mistakes. Is he is he what he was? No, he wasn't. He's not what he was. Um, no, I mean, look, they need to they need to go out and get a real stretch five. Um, as much as I love Taj, but fun, I like it. Um, loved everything from everyone tonight. Best back-to-back games Randall has looked this year. <laughs> that's, that's mean, but great. Uh, mild Cowboy Mo watched the 2022-23 New York Knicks, 50-32 and 32 next year. Book it. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it tonight. I'm here for it tonight. We're here. We're here. Um, Juanan, no Randall equals high assist total. Yeah, let's check on the, that assist total. So the Knicks had 30 assists tonight, which I don't believe is a season high, although um, I will check right now. Um, it's close. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's like – and, like, look, I, I know they didn't have a ton of assists last night. I thought the ball was pinging around against Atlanta too. I really appreciated the ball movement. Um, it's just – it's night and day. It's just – it's night and day. Um, isn't it nice to see a cohesive unit play for each other the way the team did tonight? Also, Fournier with no Randall is bearable. He was decent tonight. You know, um, look, Fournier, he he puts a lot on the table. He takes a lot off the table. He is a perfect sixth or seventh man on a good team. Um, I don't mind him. When it, Here's the thing. you got to have a solid defense, otherwise he's going to drive you crazy. Or you pay play him exclusively against not exclusively, mostly against opposing bench units. Um, I I bet you you know unless they need the salary in a deal, I would not be surprised if Fournier is back next year at all. I really wouldn't. Would not shock me. TJ Akai, what's going on, TJ? I know you've been less high on Obi than most. I don't know about that. I think I've just kind of been realistic on Obi. I go by what I see. Um, oh, here Andrew found it. Um, I just, he's a, he's a big, who doesn't really protect the Ram and he can't shoot three. So you're, you're, I'm just like trying to measure my excitement based on what we have seen him with the ability to do what he does anyway. But do you see where using him more than as standing in the corner shows he could do a little bit more? I mean, yes and no. I mean, I thought a lot of what he did tonight started out when he was in the corner and he just put the ball on the floor. The difference is that they were spaced out really well. And I thought just the ball was moving. And I think there is something to the fact that when you play with a bunch of guys who are willing passers, 
you're more inclined to give the ball up. You know, like there was a great clip that went around. Um, I think maybe Zach Lowe had it in his 10 things a few weeks ago of like John Morant uh, in like a fourth quarter of a blowout or something, like had a wide open three and he passed it to his teammate who then took the shot. Like I saw a little bit of that tonight and guess who made the pass? It was Obi Toppin made the pass to Emmanuel quickly who made the three. When you take something out of the equation, like Randall, who is such a ball stopper, it just, it makes everybody feel confident that if I make the right play, if I make the right pass, I'm going to get it back to me. Like they weren't running any different sets tonight. Like they may have put Obi, moved Obi around a little bit. Like Obi moves, like watch any game. Like Obi moves around, especially especially up high above the arc with quickly. Like the actions that we saw tonight were, you know, slipping screens and whatnot and this and that. Like we see that a lot. It's just for it to go anywhere, there needs to be a lot of ball movement and a lot of and 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 trust. And guys gotta take shots when they have the shots. Um I also think he's a guy that gets more comfortable when he has more minutes. Just because he's so used to it. He's so used to that at day. So I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm him over the last nine games. Forgotten NYC. Give me 82 games of this. Send Randall to Azkaban. That's a good place. I'm sure he'd enjoy it there. Um, just on the assist thing, uh, thank you to Andrew Claudio. So season high is 34, which is the second game versus Orlando when they hit a million threes. Um, and this was their third 30 assist game of the year with the other one was with the uh, – Portland win um, recently against the Portland's G League team. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kevin? Great to see you. That was joyous. My piping hot take is that this team is an above 500 team without redacted. I believe fully in every young player long-term, special. I'm not – I don't know if I'm quite there. I think the league is really good right now. I think that the, the East is really good right now. Um <sighs> they, they would need to replace him with someone with some gravity. Um, you know, I don't I'm not saying like an all-star, but somewhat like someone pretty, pretty close. Um, and then I think, you know, unless RJ, listen, I'm, I'm done doubting RJ Barrett. I'm done with that. I was, I get, unless RJ takes a big, a bigger leap than I, I'm, I'm anticipating a leap to all-star. I'd like I'd sign for that. Um, you know, maybe that's underselling him. We'll see. Hush Zhu, what's going on, Hush? This was no fluke. The Hornet zone defense was a nick killer, but these 22-year-olds stomped it to the ground. Yeah, it's because they shot when they were open. They weren't afraid. Again, no fear to shoot, right? Coincidence? I think not. Um, no way this team plays that fast with Randall, not even close. I'm overreacting to the heavens trade Randall now. You're not alone. Don't worry. It's not an overreaction. Um, I'm here for it. Lunas MRI. Um, if Randall's gone and we all and all we sign is Brunson or a similar level player, now this, this is a conversation I'm willing to have. I'm convinced RJ can average 26. It's amazing how much more fun the offense is without uh, Randall. Uh, yes. In terms of RJ averaging, um, he's averaging 24 since – since the end of the year, since December 31st, he's averaging 24 points. Um, and it's, it's just usage. 
Like his usage before New Year's Eve was about 23 and change. His usage since New Year's Eve after tonight, it's going to go above 30 for the the last uh, whatever, from New Year's Eve to what's today. So we're almost three months now, March 23rd. That's a not insignificant stretch of games. He's played 34 games starting with New Year's Eve, played 28 games before that. So now we are looking at more of the season as a more, a more representative sample size than the pre-New Year's Eve. So the numbers that we're getting now, I think, are representative. Um, can he get to 26? Yeah, he can get to 26. I'm more concerned. I, again, I think the finishing is coming along. It's another game where I thought he had two or three really nice looks at the basket that just didn't go in. He's, he's going to get even better at drawing fouls. He's going to get even better at knowing when and where to kick out. Like, all of this stuff is coming. It's all coming. Um, so he, he can get to a place where, you know, he could be a number one, I think, on a decent team. Decent team. Um, and we go from there. Mike Jamison. What's going on, Mike? That's the most fun I've had watching this team all year. Join the club, man. Forgot how good of a passer Obi is. Yeah. I did too. I'm guilty of that. It's my fault. I'm guilty of that. Um, give him a chance to move around with the ball, right? Um, Alec Burks is a great player in the correct role. Ducks. He's not a great player in the correct role, but oh my god, the fucking nuts on this guy. He didn't just. He didn't actually really do this. From Mr. Berman, Knicks don't miss a beat without Randall Robinson as Toppin Jericho Taj come through on a perfect night. I, I, I just can't. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Uh, we continue. Kevin Danishevsky. What's crazy is that I thought the Hornets played really well. I thought the Hornets played well. I thought they made their run in the third. Like, they were coming for the lead in the third. And, uh, you know, I thought there was some really big shot making uh, in the third quarter there. And I thought Emmanuel quickly, that's why I think quickly was one of the most valuable players of the game. I thought he was absolutely instrumental to holding them off. Um, and then down the stretch, you know, the Hornets, if they hit some shots, may have been – much closer game. Uh, thankfully, they didn't. Remember when Redacted Guy absolutely showed up by Miles and RJ killed him tonight? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you know, Miles Miles had a few moments on RJ. Uh, but, I, look, our, again, we, we take it for granted. We take it for granted that this guy, RJ Barrett, manages to, again, like, that's why. The, I, I, I can't get the, the, the goal on this guy. Um, 30 points is not nothing. It is not nothing. He had three threes, so there's nine, um, and then he had seven free throws, so that's 16. The other 14 points R.J. Barrett had were all drives, and they were just put your head down, get to the rim, and finish. That's not easy. It's not easy for anyone to do to get 14 points on drives in a game against any team. Um, and he's 21. He's 21. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Kenny Rose. What's going on, Kenny? Over 30 assists tonight. No mystery that Randall didn't play, and that happened. 
Mentally freed all the Knicks. Completely agree. Loved it. So happy for Obi Quick and RJ. I'm happy for them too. Um, SB Gorilla. Oh my goodness gracious. Thank you for your very generous contribution to the super chat. Um, back again, baby. Welcome back. Uh, not, not call you baby, John. You call me baby. Call me whatever you want. Um, oh my, how the ball moves with no Randall. Obi is so darn unselfish. Yes, he is. He wants to win. He wants to play the right way. He wants to play the right way. That is what they thought they were drafting, which is why you can't even kill Leon Rose for the draft pick. You know, because we got to see him. Got to see him get a chance. Give Obi time. Fans need to understand it's hard to play with confidence and fear of making a mistake. Nice win. Uh, look, again, everything, everything always comes back to Tibbs and Randall and Tibbs and Randall together. And is it Tibbs not giving Obi more of a chance because he fears Randall, because he feels like it's his veteran and he doesn't know any other way to play or to coach other than to give his top veteran 38 minutes a night? Um, whatever it is, it's not. it hasn't worked. It's been bad. And that's why all the criticism, as much as I will continue to sit here and say the man is a good coach, he is a good coach. He's a good coach. He react. He did not handle this situation well this year because Randall con- contributed massively to torpedoing this team, and he had a kid on the bench who is not Randall. Is not as good as Randall when Randall is at his best, but gives you gives you a different look, gives you a different feel. Um, and we're only now kind of s- going to see. What it's like. I don't. Who knows? Maybe it wouldn't have worked over the course of a full season if you gave him 20, 22, 24 minutes a night. I have no idea. We could assume. We could hope. We could think. We could, you know. Um, but we didn't get to see it. Um, and now we're getting to see it. But, you know, it's the last 10 games and the season's lost. Um, anyway, nice win. Uh, yes, I agree. Jeremy E. What's going on, Jeremy? I don't see a world in which the Knicks don't give RJ the max. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say too much about this right now because I have been working all day on an article <laughs> on an article uh, in relation to RJ's next contract. Um, I will just say that there there are arguments why he is a easy max that you don't have to think about. And there are arguments why he is not. Um, it is the right move to give him the max if you are this franchise at this time with this player that has shown this progress. And more importantly than all of that, you have been able to see up close, and I'm talking about the Knicks, it, people will always look at his efficiency. When they talk about him. And if they give him the max this summer, they will get not killed for it, but they will get raked over the coals for it by the larger NBA uh, media. Because what those folks will focus on, I'm not saying they're completely wrong for focusing on it, is just it's it's three numbers. It's the efficiency, all three years. Points per shot attempt. You know, he is in a, a very low group all three years. Got worse since last year. All of that is true. But if you have had the ability to watch him progress from year one 
to year two to now the beginning of year three to now this portion, you know that there are layers to how he has come along. And that has to do with increased responsibility. That it has to do with his approach. That has to do with the types of shots that he was taking and missing versus the types of shots that he is taking and missing right now. That obviously has to do with the degree of difficulty on the three-pointers that he is taking this year, which he did not even attempt last year. So much goes into this calculation. You cannot boil this player down to three numbers. Um, and I don't think they will. Um you know, but it, it is an it is a, it is a conversation. I will, I, you know, I'll say that. Uh, in any case, moving along to the rest of your comment, Jeremy. Also, Obi is a better fit for this team than Randall, and it's not close. I think you could probably say that about most teams. Really, I think if Randall has a second act in this league, and it's a good second act, I think he gets moved to a team where he's the undisputed second guy, and he has no notions of trying to pull off any kind of bullshit. He, he, he defends harder, more consistently, and um, is willing to just do more stuff when he doesn't have the ball. Um, you know, but here, it, I, don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's going to work here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can add extra proteins and sides, change up the serving size when you have guests, or just double up on your favorite recipes so your box works harder for you. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences or skip a week whenever you need. Feeding the whole family has never been easier with larger box sizes for more servings and more savings. 
HelloFresh also offers convenient, contact-free delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. The recipes are easy to follow and quick to make, with steps and pictures to guide you along the way. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh is 30% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store. Plus, you skip the checkout lines. Try our quick and easy meals, which include 15 to 20 minute dinners, breakfast on the go, and 10 minute lunches in HelloFresh Market. Perfect for your busy schedule. Enjoy restaurant quality meals for less in the comfort of your own home. HelloFresh's gourmet recipes like balsamic fig sirloin are over 72% cheaper than an average restaurant meal. Look, guys, I don't have to tell you how busy I can be with all the work I do for Nick's Film School as well as my show Final Review. My girlfriend is just as busy, and when that question comes up every night, what do you want for dinner, rarely do we both have answers. Well, we've actually been customers of HelloFresh for over a year, and we're thrilled when we found out about this sponsorship. Not only is the food delicious, but it's convenient to make and takes away that simple anxiety of what you're going to have for dinner that night. They send you a week's worth of meals, you cook them, you prepare them, you eat them, and then by the weekend, a new box for the following week shows up. It's that simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool16 and use promo code FilmSchool16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool16 and use promo code FilmSchool16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hush Zoo with one more. Uh, Thanks again, Hush. Tibbs will Tibbs. Tibbs will Tibbs. Took out a hot McBride after he makes a three. IQ should have closed. Of course, we have to add it. We have to get a Tibbs complaint comment in here on what most people are saying was the best win of the season, and the Knicks uh, put up 121 points. Um, IQ should have closed. I hope the front office took this game seriously and not some late season game. RJ played with so much poise. Absolute stud, Chip Randall. Um, look, Tibbs is never going to make decisions that everybody likes. Um, but, you know, yeah. We're not getting into a tips thing. I, I'll just say the Knicks won by 15 against a team that had won 15 in a row. Uh, they did so on the road, and um, everybody looked good. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Manny Campos, 30 assists on 43 made field goals. How you doing? What team is this? It's one without Julius Randle. As a teacher, you must be thrilled to see kids sharing. That's a great line. Um, as my wife does like yoga in the living room. I don't know why. Why, why are you doing yoga? Because stop looking at me. There you go. That's love right there, folks. Uh, give me more of this for the last few games. Leave Jew at home. Yeah. Um, Sam L. One narrative that died tonight, in my eyes, is the idea that Obi needs a capital P point guard to flourish. Turns out when you keep your eyes up, it works. Um. I look, I think tonight the most important number for Obi Toppin, if I'm being honest, is two of four from deep. He shot the threes with confidence. He took them when he had them. They were open. He took them. He made two of them. Um, I think that probably changed when he made the first one, and I'm pretty sure he made the first one that he took. I think it changes a little bit how a defense reacts to him. Um, I think it also helps him when he has shooting on the floor. And I think the fact that he he did play some minutes with Taj Gibson. I mean, Taj Gibson played 22 minutes tonight. They weren't all with OB. You know, when, when Taj gets a little space, I think a lot goes into it. 
I still think he's a player that is going to benefit more than most players from a point guard who can break down a defense. I also think, you know, he's a guy that likes to play fast. And I think this was a good game for him because the Hornets are happy to get into a track meet. His next step, Obi, will be to be able to produce a, a, a line like tonight against a team that wants to slow it down and that is going to be a little bit more attentive on the defensive end of the floor than this Hornets team, who, as far as I know, they're still the 27th or 28th you know, ranked defense in the league. Um, but look, he's a second-year player. You take all of the good signs and you don't complain, uh, which is what we're doing. Um, turns out when you keep your eyes up, it works. Yes, I read that part. Okay, uh, continuing along, Jacob Reale. What's going on, Jacob? First, uh, hold on, your comment disappeared. I'm going to get it back, though. Um, first game I've been able to watch since early February. It seems like I missed a lot of frustrating basketball. LOL, not much to say. Just good to be back and hope we use these last few games to have fun and build confidence for uh, 2022-23. Completely agree. Um, I, I think these games can be important. I think these games can be momentum builders. I think these games can give these kids a sense that, like, look, we got enough talent here. We can do this. Um, by the way, thank you for the contribution. It's very generous of you, and it's good to have you back. I hope you watch the next nine games. Uh, I think there might be some fun stuff as long as, um, you know, we get the right guys in the game. Kevin Danishevsky with one more. I love you, Kev. Always appreciate your contributions, man. It's insane to me that Taj is developing his game at 37. It's not insane to me because he's my favorite Nick. There's a strong argument for going into the season with Jericho as a starter and a backup Taj. Eh, I can't quite get there. I um, I think Taj's role, if he wants to come back and, and do it one more time, be the th- I would love to have Taj as the 15th man on the roster. would love that. Like, I really do believe his his presence in the locker room is important for as much as this season kind of got away from us. Um, third center is great. That's where he belongs. Jessica, I'm sorry I didn't get on playback tonight, but I hope you understand I needed to keep recording on my computer. I will uh, pop in, though, uh, another guest appearance aside from our usual playback game at some point in the next week. Um it's a shame we didn't get to see this version more. It is a shame. They're fun, and you want to cheer for them because they're running, playing their asses off. I hope Redacted decides to take it easy for a while. You know, I, ah, God, I don't, I don't want to get into this, but, you know, he wasn't on the bench to start the game. You know, it, by the way, Mitchell Robinson, I didn't see Mitch at all. Maybe Mitch was there, and I didn't see him. If Mitch was there and somebody saw him on the TV or maybe someone watching was in the arena and they saw Mitch, let me know. I didn't see Mitch, um, which, you know, that that matters. So if I'm going to say something about Randall not being on the bench to start the game, say the same thing about Mitch. And look, we have our concerns about Mitch, um, just like we have our concerns about Randall. Um you know, it, it's maybe I'm greedy, but you, you you see teams where good stuff is going on and you see guys like stars in street clothes and they're animated. They're jumping up and down. They're like losing their shit when the young players do good stuff. And I know the Knicks season is over. I get it. But like, 
I don't know. Does Randall strike it as that 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 was his mo tonight to be happy for everything that was going on? Really, genuinely happy. You be the judge. Um, Danny Gardner, what's going on, Danny? Great to see you. To respond to what Berman said yesterday, I don't know what RJ's ceiling is, but I do know that he'll get there. That's why you give him the max. I'm going to write something like 3,000 words on this subject next, either later this week or next week, and uh, that sums it up pretty – about as good as I'm going to be able to. Uh, well said, Danny. Um, True Story Jay. What's going on, True Story Jay? You see how Obi plays with confidence when he doesn't have to be worried about getting pulled after every mistake. Randall can go. He isn't needed. Man, talk about uniform opinions tonight. Yeah, the confidence part is is 100%. Um, Tibbs has to own that. You know, the, you know it, the organization has to own that. Um, and, like, look, we've all said it a million times. Nobody expected Randall to turn into what Randall turned into last year. And when that started happening, you kind of you kind of had to roll with it. There had to be a way to handle this season differently. There just had to. Um, and I'm not saying it would have been easy, but it, it's a shame that it did take this long. Um, and I absolutely think that him – feeling afraid of like what would happen if he screwed up. I absolutely think that has a lot to do with it, you know, but at the same time, I think accountability is also a good thing to a certain extent. Um, they have not told that line. Well, this year, hush zoo. What's going on again? 10 time all-star first team, all NBA's book it RJ Barrett. I love it. I love the confidence. SB gorilla with one more. Cause the first wasn't enough. My goodness gracious. Funny how Tibbs can yell at RJ for not moving the ball. He needed to have that energy with Randall from the start of the year, even last year at times. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's we've all been saying it. The first, the very first complaint about Tibbs this year, before all of the like starting lineup stuff and the Burks point guard stuff and the you know all everything everybody complains about. The first complaint was about not holding Randall accountable. Um. And it was arguably their undoing. And maybe it'll be his undoing. Maybe it will not. But what we do know at this point, unequivocally, is we it can't that this this situation cannot continue into next year. Whether that means Tibbs gets fired or Randall gets traded or both leave or there's change in philosophy or whatever. Like it can't continue. It's not tenable. Um it's just not. It's not healthy. So, yeah. Um, true story, Jay, with one more. I'll trade Randall for Brogdon in the summer. Again, I, I would do that. I, I just, why, why would Indiana do that? Do they really have confidence that Randall's going to be part of the solution there? I mean, they've traded for distressed assets before. I just don't know. If you're a young rebuilding team and you're setting your culture with a new young group of guys, would you really bring in a wild card like Julius Randle? I just don't know. I wish I knew the answer to that question. Um, Brian Martinez, what's going on, Brian? 
Randall obviously isn't a good passer, but yet we've asked him to be the primary ball handler for our offense the past two years. Tibbs has, has to go too. They did that because he's the only guy who could draw a double. And every offense in the NBA, every offense in the NBA, it doesn't matter if their best player is a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward, a power forward, or a center. They ask that player to be their primary ball handler. If it's Nikola Jokic or James or, or uh, Joel Embiid or Carl Anthony Towns, it's those guys on the big side. The thing with Randall is he's so unique because he is a guy that, like, he is the only up until recent, up until the last couple months with RJ Barrett, and when Derrick Rose is healthy. He was the only guy that drew whoever, like he was the only guy that drew that attention. So they kept going to the well. And last year it worked great for their whole regular season. This year it didn't because the shots that were falling last year stopped falling and it screwed Randall up completely. And he was not able to, 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 to cope with it. And it, it had other detrimental effects on his defense, on his unselfishness, all of those things, everything, it all went to shit. And I'm not saying he was a completely unselfish last player last year, but like every star player is a little selfish. Almost every star player, not every star player. The best ones are, are really unselfish. Anyway, um, so I, I'm a little, I'll push back a little bit on this like, oh, it was always a crazy idea to give him the ball because it we it worked to an extent. I think the, the right conclusion to draw is that thinking that this is ever going to be a good idea moving forward as an organizational philosophy, that would be flawed because last year, just again, they were, they didn't think last year was going to happen. You know, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And once it started working, they're like, fuck it, we'll go with it. You know? Um, anyway, uh, continuing along, Ryan Huang, this is the kind of team Mitchell will want to lead. Mm, now you're speaking my love. Now you speak my love language. That's something my wife talks about. Love language. Um, there's, I think, four different types of love language. I don't know which is the uh, <coughs> which is the Donovan Mitchell version. Um, Hush Zoo, also Miami imploding within. What a great night. Yeah, I saw. <coughs> what did Butler get into with, it with someone on the bench? Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see exactly what happened, but I will look at it. Uh, any any Miami implosion is 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 great. Hashtag Heat Culture. Um, Danny Gardner, thoughts on Tyus Jones as a point guard option this offseason if Brunson Brogdon don't pan out. Um, oh, wow. Andrew just texted me. There are five different love languages. Is that accurate, Dolores? Okay. See, this is why I'm not I'm, – I'm not, I'm, not I'm not a good partner because I don't know. You speak my love language. I do speak your love language? Yeah. Um, did you listen to the pod? Oh wait, no, you don't even you don't you're not a, a Ewing tier patron, so you didn't you don't know what I said in the pre. No, no free subscription. Um, yeah, Butler got into it with Spo. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, anyway, sorry, got distracted there for a second. Um, Tyus Jones. No, I mean if we're gonna bring in Tyus Jones, just start quickly. You know, like um, I like Tyus Jones. Um, I just don't. I, I would I would be very surprised if they went went into next year with like Tyus Jones and quickly as their top two guys. 
is Rose coming back? Like, I don't know. I don't know how this goes, but I, I don't. Maybe. I mean, I like him. I like. I think he's a good player. I just don't think he does enough of what you need. If it, especially if you're going to get rid of Randall, uh, Dom the dentist. How many games in a row have we held a lead? <laughs> That's a big one. Uh, I like that. Uh, Shemaic Gan, get Yash to send Berman some of that damn crow. Absurd. I, I don't know where Yash got the crow from. Uh, but I, maybe he ordered, probably ordered on Amazon. Um, wherever, Yash, if you're listening, uh, he, I think he usually listens to these pods the next day. Uh, I don't have Berman's address, but like, where can you just send it to the New York post, you know, care of, care of Mark Berman. Um, Imad Khalil, what's going on, Imad? Let's just enjoy that we're a good team, but lacking an immediate star off season on management, not Tibbs. Um, I, well, again, we've been having this conversation. (laughs) We've been having this, I just said, we'll show what Andrew texted. Uh, stop texting me things, Andrew. Um, he texted, texted me an article about love languages that he said, read later. And of course I see it. I'm sure you do have a book. Um, uh, I think there was like good intentions all around, like the, the, the front office, like they got in their analytics and they're like, we need a guy like Evan Fournier. And guess what? The Knicks kind of did need a guy like Evan Fournier to give them some gravity behind the three-point line to go put the ball on the floor. That's seven assists tonight. I know he's not the playmaker you want, but like they did need that, right? They, they needed that guy. Um, I thought they drafted well. Drafting Grimes was a good pick. Drafting Sims was a good pick. Like, I thought they made the right decision to bring back Burks. I know I'm, I, I know I'm in the minority, but like Burks, when used in the right role, like he was in the beginning of the season over the first 25 games when he was being used in that bench lineup with Derrick Rose and he was part of the best fucking net writing lineup in the entire league. Like they had the right idea. And I think Tibbs, generally speaking, had the right idea in terms of how he was going to approach this season. He wanted Randall to change his game a little bit. Um, you know, it just didn't work because of, like, we've been saying it all night. Like, if, if you're going to ask me to, to Randall, Tibbs, front office, where is the most of the blame going to go? For me, it's going to go to Randall. Um, I'm not saying either other party is blameless. They're not. It's a lot of fault on Tibbs and a lot of fault on the front office. Um, I enjoy peace. Thank you for the contribution. I, a lot is said about IQ, about how IQ isn't a point guard. But you know what he doesn't do anymore? Turn the ball over. Great point guards have ball security. There is so much to say about Emmanuel Quippy's growth. I wrote about his rebounding over uh, the last several weeks. I, think I wrote about that last week. I think that's been really good. Um, I think his, like I talked about earlier, his command of the offense – I think he he makes all the passes that need to be. Is he is he Lamelo Ball? No, he's not Lamelo Ball. But like you know what, a lot of guys aren't Lamelo Ball. Like Donovan Mitchell runs the, and I'm not saying Emmanuel quickly is Donovan Mitchell, but like you know all the passes that Donovan Mitchell can make, like Emmanuel quickly can make all those passes. The difference is that Donovan Mitchell gets to the rim at will, and he he's become a really good off the dribble three point shooter. Um, so, but like it's. The, the, that's why the, the, the Emmanuel Quickly point guard question is so stupid. 
He just needs to continue to get better at the, the individual parts of his game. And if he gets better at those things, he could run point, you know? Um, and, and as you say, he doesn't turn the ball over, which is, which is fantastic. Um, I'm actually just pulling up his, his stats right now. So for the year at this point, not including tonight, um, 3.1 assists to 1.3 turnovers. And that's, that's for the year. And then just going back more recently, um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's just been really over his last, I, I'm not, did he have, I don't think he had a turnover tonight. Um, he's had one over his last 11 games coming into tonight, 3.9 assists to 1.1 turnover. And then tonight, I know he had uh, seven assists and he had one turnover. So that's going to go up. That's going to probably nudge to over four. So he has a four to one assist to turnover ratio over his last dozen games. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, okay, we got a couple more, and then uh, we will get out of here. Um, oh wait, we got no, we got a lot more actually. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Um, this has been this has been great. It's been a lot of fun tonight. Uh, One hundred sixty-seven likes, by the way. Get the keep getting those likes up. See if we get to two hundred. We haven't got over two hundred in a while. Almost five hundred people watching, which is awesome. Kevin Nadeshevsky with one more. Just want to give Deuce a shout-out. Yes. Big three-pointers tonight for Deuce. Always love the defense from Deuce. You, you never get upset when he's on the court. You never get upset. It felt like the Knicks were markedly better defensively when he was out there. Completely agree. They hit three um, home runs in the second round. Uh, listen, one step at a time. I want to see Deuce, like we all say with Obi. I want to see Deuce get more time. Um, Anthony Sixto. Ideally, we found a more long-term point. We find a more long-term point guard. But thoughts on Chris Dunn as an alternate solution if things don't shake out for us this offseason. Again, you know, Dunn looked pretty good against us the other night. Um, I don't think he's – I think they want some security at the position. That's all. Um, a real solid somebody. I don't think Chris Dunn is, is quite that – you know what? Maybe maybe he's turned his career around and I'm, I'm sleeping on Chris Dunn. Uh, Stevens Guillaume. Missed the game. Watch the highlights now. Good W. Yes, great W. Always good to see you, Stevens. Brian Benjamin. What's going on, Brian? Season's over. 30-plus minutes for Burks and Evan. Well, McBride has 11 minutes. It's starting to look like malpractice at the end of an already disappointing season. Um, look, I I have my view on this. Other people have their view. I do not believe that there is a right or a wrong. Obviously, you have your view, and you think you're right, and you think I'm wrong, and that's fine. Um, I think there needs to be a balance, and I think, you know, did Alec Burks have a great game tonight? No, he didn't. Um, I think he ended up with, what, seven? I mean, he actually did a pretty good game. 17 points on 11 shots, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, a block. Like, all the guy does is fill up the stat sheet. Um, but, like, Alec Burks helps you win basketball games. Evan Fournier was a little off tonight, but, like, again, his gravity behind the three-point line helps you win basketball games. Putting guys like Barrett and Quickly and Sims and, like, and Deuce in positions to be in competitive games that, that I know they, like, they don't really matter, but, like, they're playing like they matter. I think it all goes together. 
Um, and I like the fact that like the Knicks are putting out a lineup that is like representative of a real NBA team. Maybe not a great one, but an okay one, which is why I think, you, you know, is it, do they need to play as many minutes as they're, as they're playing? No, no. And that's, that's a Tibbs thing. And, uh, you know, that should change at some point. I don't know when it's going to change, but it should change at some point. Haitian Ferg. Always great to hear from you, Haitian. I love this team without Randall. It sucks that we we saw this play so late in the season. RJ has the attitude that we're all looking for. He's got a Jeter poise to him. Ooh, lofty praise right there. I got to take a sip of my wine for that one. Obi played well. Halliburton should be here. Yeah, I mean, Halliburton, Halliburton's a different animal. He's, he's really good. Um, you know, I love – here's what I love about RJ – and what he's doing, I think, and look, it's not always perfect. The the couple of fourth quarter, one in particular, the one where he got swatted by Capella, um, that was not a great possession, and that was like he was always going to shoot that ball. You know, he had made up his mind he was going to take that shot. But for the most part, unlike other times over his first two years and maybe even the beginning of this year, when RJ kind of has it going – I don't get the feeling that he starts playing selfishly. I think he continues playing the right way, playing within the flow of the game. That's why I re- there was like a, a bunch of passes there in the first half where I really, really liked his approach, where he was just trying to get the offense flowing. Again, the NBA doesn't track hockey assists, and it's a shame because I feel like RJ gets a lot of them. Um, you'll love his approach. And that's the type of thing that's contagious. Um, it really is. Um, Haitian Ferg with another one. Thank you again, Haitian. Really, I always appreciate your contributions, man. And, and I always, not just because I usually agree with you. The front office has been protecting Randall at Tibbs' expense. I'm, I'm not going to disagree. Possible that Tibbs was given a mandate to treat him with kid gloves, knowing how mentally unstable he is. Um, or how monthly unstable Tibbs could actually make him, LOL. I, oh, man. I have theories. I have theories. Um, but you know what? If, if, he, if, they, if they had this, if they had this fear about him, I, like, why sign him to the extension? You know? And that's why I think I think how he has acted has really taken the organization by surprise. It certainly took Tibbs by surprise. And I really don't think Tibbs knew how to respond. And I would love to I would love to lionize Tibbs and praise Tibbs and and blame someone else. I, I don't think Tibbs handled it in a way that was productive um i say that again acknowledging that i do not envy i do not envy the job that tibbs had to try to get that fucking guy sorted out um but you know what can you do that's your job you're you're an nba head coach um sb gorilla with one more man i appreciate this so much if the Knicks can get a competent point guard and move Randall, maybe in the same transaction, who knows, 
I believe if Obi can get six, I believe Obi can get 16 points, eight rebounds, and four assists, that would suffice. We would be a better team. Um, yeah, I think Obi could put up those numbers. I mean, if if you're going to give Obi Toppin 36 minutes a night, yeah, he could give you 16, eight, and four. Um, what's his three point shooting look like? Um, that's a big question, but like he's talented enough, you know, he's, he's good enough around the rim. I love, I still love the way he moves inside the arc. It's so graceful. He's, he's like a gazelle out there. It's incredible. Um, SB gorilla with one more, my goodness, SB gorilla. You are, you are incredible tonight. Thank you. Really? Seriously. Um, we appreciate this last one. I'm clearly on my OB box. It's, it's the night to be on it, man. Um, it's hard not to root for a good human being and great teammate. I hope we all we keep all the kids and develop them. Yeah, that's the other part of it, right? With Randall is like, and I think I said this on the last post game. I don't see a world where both Randall and Obi are back. Not saying Obi's going to request a trade, but if you're that dude and Randall doesn't get moved and are you really going to just trust another year of your, like he's extension eligible in, in 2023. Like this next year is important to him, you know? And it's like, it's easy to, to, to brush that off and be like, Oh, he was a top 10 pick. We know he's good. He'll get paid somewhere by someone. Like we said a lot of the same shit about Kevin Knox once upon a time. And I, I'm not saying that Obi Toppin's Kevin Knox, but like NBA careers go sideways all the time. And Obi needs to look out for himself, and I hope he does it here. And I say that with the reason that I'm, I'm rooting for him, and we're all rooting for him, is because he's so unselfish and he doesn't look out for himself. Um, yeah. Anyway, good comments all around. Again, thank you, SP Gorilla. Really appreciate everything tonight, truly. Uh, Lunas and Marat wanted to get full thoughts on Sexton here as point guard. You know. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil my. I don't want to spoil my uh, my column. Um, my RJ. My RJ contract column. Um, I'll say this. Colin Sexton. The number there. There is a certain stat that he has put up at a certain age, where historical precedent says. He's a guy who is potentially being very undervalued right now um, in the marketplace. And I'm not, I've never been a Sexton guy. Andrew, Andrew Claudio is, is, is a Sexton guy. Uh, he loves, he loves the, uh, he loves the sex line. Um, oh, my daughter's up now. Um, perfect timing. Um, Gore. Madness in the Macri household, as always. Um, what was I going to say? I Look, I'd be willing to take a shot on Sexton. I just don't know what the cost is going to be. I mean, he's a restricted free agent. So, you know, um, there's not a ton of history of teams making big-time plays for restricted free agents and team the team that has them not matching – uh, Harrison Barnes is the last one of note when he signed uh, a max offer sheet in Dallas. Um, 
I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I, I'd be willing to take a flyer on Sexton. Robert Cross. What's going on, Robert? First time, long time, John. Of course. Can you add Cutlets the cap implications of trading Randall for nothing? Would be happy as fuck if he was gone. Um, the cap implications. I don't need to ask Jeremy about the cap implications. The cap implications are the Knicks are kind of skirting this line between like they're going to be, they're slated to be an above the cap team um, going into next year. If theoretically, like, but here's the thing, you can't trade Randall for nothing. Um, or not saying you can't, you can actually, you can trade him for nothing to Portland is the only team that is slated to have enough. Let me rephrase that. Portland can open up enough cap space to inherit Randall's contract and not send out any salary um, if they want. If the Knicks did that, which would have to be in the new league year, the Knicks would still not be that far under the cap, um, but they would be like a move away, like getting rid of – uh, actually, they, that might put them under the cap. That might, put, but it wouldn't put them. It wouldn't put them far enough under the cap to be able to like make a. a actually, no, they they never mind. I'm talking over myself here. They would be able to make Brunson a, an offer. I think that he would he would he would go for because I think if you do that trade, I'm pretty sure you could start Brunson at like 16 or 17. Um, I think I'll check the math. Uh, the point is like, I'm sure that maybe they'd like to do that, but I think it's more important for them to just get a good player back. Now, if they trade into a team for just like a draft pick or draft picks, and then they use the space that gets opened up to sign a Jalen Brunson, you know, you're kind of getting the player back for Julius Randall. Um, so Yeah. Uh, Lunas Emirat, please, one of your Jules theories, unless you fear Kendra. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, it, maybe after the season. Um, I do fear Kendra, by the way. Um, okay. We're almost done here. Um, two more. Parish Duggar. What's going on, Parish? Hopefully Tibbs learned something about how his youth can play when not looking over their shoulders after a mistake. IQ, Obi McBride, Sims Grimes. Lots of hearts. Um, again, he was the coach of the team tonight. I don't think I, – I don't think I, – I hope tonight was not a revelation for him. Um, but maybe it was. You know, um, I think a lot of him more than most. To my detriment. <laughs> uh, but it was a good night for sure. And – Kevin Danishevsky, um, with I think this is is this a, no we might go one more. Um, good job to see. Uh, oh, Isaiah Thomas get a shot on the Hornets. Yes, it was great to see Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, for sure, it's good to see Isaiah Thomas back in the league. He can still help a team off the bench, you know. Um, why not? Might as well. If Trey Young can play NBA defense, so can Isaiah Thomas. Um, okay. Uh, what do we got here? We got a quote from courtesy of Berman. Um, this is Fournier after the game. I'm proud, happy. I'm thankful for all the assists I got from my teammates. 
guys putting me in a situation to break the record, the fact it's such a big historical franchise. Take the record from John Stark's famous guy. It's hard to put words on exactly how I feel. Nice, nice stuff there. Okay. Um, oh, here we go. So uh, we're going to end this. I'm going to watch the Spo-Butler fight um, like live, and I will react to it in a second. But we got one more comment here from Ryan Eggers. What's going on, Ryan? John, this is just to keep you on for longer. Keep doing what you do. <laughs> My God, I've been on here for over an hour. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. So I am going to watch the Butler Spo thing now. So Butler is being held back by – I can't tell who this is. He's trying to get at Spo. Oh, and Udonis Haslam is, like, talking shit to Butler. And now Spo's still yelling at Butler. And now Butler is in – now Butler and Spo are in each other's face, but there's nobody separating them. Seems pretty civil. Markeith is holding Spo back. Now, oh, Spo's not backing down. Oh, it. All right. Eh, listen. I mean, if you drink the heat culture Kool Aid. If you drink the heat culture Kool-Aid, I think you watch that and you're like, only a, only a good sound organization could something like this happen and it be okay. Or you can watch this and say, like, the heat are imploding. The truth is probably somewhere in between. Um, I will just say that I am, I'm still sadly jealous of the heat and what they, what they were able to do. Um, but... Uh, and I also wish we had Jimmy Butler on our team. Um, but, yeah, that's that's not great. That's not great. Still the one seed, though. Um, okay. Uh, I think this is it. Okay, here we go. Um, thank you, everybody. We still got over 400 in here, almost an hour and 10 minutes after I started uh, talking about this game. Um, thank you, everybody. We had over 230 likes for this. If you're listening uh, tomorrow on your podcast feed, don't forget – um, leave a rating, uh, five star rating, drop a review. Those things help us out. And, uh, we will be back with a podcast. It's the next thing we're doing. Very special Oscars themed podcast, I think dropping on Friday. And then, uh, oh, special live, uh, show with me and Jeremy on Sunday after the, uh, whoever the hell they're playing on Sunday, uh, the Pistons, I think. So, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe the Knicks will be going for three in a row. We'll see. All right. Peace out, everybody. Uh, hashtag we here, and I'll talk to you soon. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.